0: Welcome to the All-Inclusive Sports Podcast with B&G. First of all, I just want to apologize to my listeners or our listeners. Uh, we had a user malfunction mm-hmm. on the last episode. I uploaded the wrong episode, so I apologize, but uh, we're back. We, I got we
1: it. appreciate everybody who does listen. So if you listen to episode one again, that was a good rerun, right? Right. <laughs> but we are back at it for episode six. This is the All-Inclusive Sports Podcast, like my boy B said, and I'm G. Yeah, and we're here to give you a weekly breakdowns of everything we've seen around the sports world. Obviously, we're still in some interesting times right now. A lot of empty stadiums, a lot of COVID. empty arenas, COVID, a lot of interesting rescheduling for the NFL, a lot
0: of teams without players,
1: a lot of leagues not making money. <laughs> <laughs> but we still see some good sports, right? I mean, we've got some stuff going on like the, in the boxing world already. We've seen some pretty good matches. I mean, we started off the year where we had even a, a UFC Fight Island for the guys in the UFC right, martial arts. Right, right. Sorry, um, mixed martial arts area. Yeah. Them. And um, <laughs> even in the boxing world, we had some good fights early in the year. We had the uh, Charlo twins from out of Houston, both uh, put on a good show. We just saw Aero Spence Jr. come back from a yeah, car wreck. Yeah, he did his thing. Yeah, he, he almost had a died. Devastating car yeah, wreck. Yeah, in Dallas, and Texas. Was able to come back on. Uh, on a good, a good fight and, and pretty much take care of business Did he retain his belt? That was his belt to begin with I right? think so. so Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. he is still what? Undefeated right?
0: I do not know his record
1: If I'm not mistaken The young man is undefeated I do not know his record
0: But I know he's a bad man So yeah <laughs> <laughs> So yeah
1: Cause uh He's got some He's got some good stuff Coming up ahead of him I wanna say uh, Terrence Crawford Wants to fight Manny Pacquiao why Which,
0: like,
1: <laughs> because everybody got to work their way up the ladder so aero
0: spence but why manny pacquiao <laughs> manny pacquiao was the dude like 10 years ago this is
1: this is so i think terrence Crawford is just trying to work his way up to the aero spence fight that he wants to go ahead and go for that belt so you got to kind of work your way up you just can't jump right into the actual title fight
0: i understand all that
1: because danny garcia had to work his way up and that pay-per-view brought in a quarter of a million pay-per-view buys obviously Everybody's at home mostly now, so when people would usually go to the sports bars and watch the watch the fights for free or buy your food and, and watch the game, I'm oh, sorry, watch the fight, they were at home actually purchasing it. So
0: I'm looking forward to the days I can actually do that again, actually. That was, <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, nice. Yeah. Eat some wings and that. Right, right, did, right. Man. The
1: camaraderie, the trash talk, the betting, <laughs> whatever you want to have. So, Aero Spence Jr. coming off, like I said, that car wreck. I feel like they talked about it a whole lot during the actual
0: fight. What well, the car flipped, dude, <laughs> right. in the air, like, so, and tore apart.
1: We didn't see him obviously coming back because that was a big thing to come back out of something like that where you actually had physical trauma to your body and come back and put yourself in the ring where you would do exactly that. You get physical trauma. Somebody's going to try to sneak in and hit you.
0: Well, I never doubted he would come back if he was able to come back. It's just, you know, he ain't the first fighter to come back from a car wreck. Right. Uh, bleed for this the dude had a traumatic car wreck where he almost died. He had to regain everything. It's an actual true story. Mm -hmm. I forgot his name. I'll look it up, but whatever. Uh, (laughs) So I had no doubt that he was going to come back if he was able to come back. It's just how soon would he be ready because the car was totaled. It was towed up. So, you know.
1: Okay, so right during the podcast, you just gave me a good movie reference right there. So I can go ahead and try to check that out because I'm reading the storyline about it right now.
0: It's real stuff. Yeah, it's a true story. Yeah. So a
1: movie came out about four years ago. So I'm, I'm a little yeah. bit behind, but I'll check that out. And now I'm seeing stuff too, as well as uh, speaking of Ralph Springs Junior. He's talking about maybe two more, three, two or three more fights, and then he'll move up in weight class. So obviously he'll defend that title a few more times, and then potentially move up.
0: Okay. <laughs> that's I mean, what,
1: that's what a lot of guys want to be able to say is, I mean, they held a lot of different titles in their in their. Why? Title. I mean, just because you're
0: okay. Look, look. If you're a big dude or a little dude. You just the best big little whatever you are. You still <laughs> say, why are you trying to move up and fight other dudes? These are the dudes that's in my class and I beat all of them.
1: Who you got? And speaking of some of the best weight classes, now that we're talking about that. We just Any saw a fight. Division. We just saw a fight <laughs> that I don't think anybody else would ever forget as long as you live. Those who weren't around for the, the thrill in the manila fights and everything like that, we just saw Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. Iron Mike
0: Tyson, man. Come back 50-something years old. 54 versus 51 with Tyson
1: being the older one. And it was a very interesting fight. I mean, Roy Jones Jr. seemed like he wasn't as physically able to get in that fight.
0: He wasn't as quick as he used to be. You could tell. But, you know, you're 50 years old. So, of course, but I saw some of the same movement. It just wasn't as fast as it used to be.
1: And I don't know if... um, Mike Tyson sipped from the fountain of youth, but he definitely hit from the bud of <laughs> creation when he openly came out and said afterwards that he was under the influence of marijuana during <laughs> the fight. So, uh, according to what Snoop Dogg said, it seemed like it was two uncles at a barbecue a bar- fight. Yeah, the barbecue so, backyard barbecue. That was hilarious. Obviously, man. one of them was a little bit high during the fight, and and still put on for good stuff. What'd you say the numbers was on that one?
0: The revenue off the fight was eighty. 80- plus million dollars. Right. So, that's a that's a huge draw for guys who are 50-some years old. Last time they seen something like that, especially Mike, last time he seen something like that, he was like, what, 20-some years old?
1: And now we've seen a lot of stuff going on about um, this Jake Paul fight.
0: 2030, something like that.
1: Jake Paul Jake versus Paul and- Nate Robinson. Yeah. yeah. So... We've obviously seen all the jokes and everything like that. And obviously, there's a lot of concern out there for Nate Robinson. I that like that Nate, fight. man.
0: I like Nate, man.
1: But uh, for what it's worth, we definitely weren't expecting that fight to go down the way it did either.
0: Well, Nate, I saw some of the stuff that Nate was doing. Nate was, was rushing the dude. Like, yeah. you know, he's, but he's not a boxer, so I can't, you know, but he's not a boxer. Is, neither
1: is Jake Paul, but somehow, some way, Jake Paul was actually, <laughs> ever, actually able to get, in his second fight, Get some kind of technique in there where we didn't see anything like that from Nate Robinson.
0: Man, I feel, I, I feel bad for the Nate, man. Now, I love Nate, though. Shout out, Nate.
1: And now Jake's brother, Logan, who's also another YouTuber, also trying to get into this boxing world, actually got himself somehow in a fight with the undefeated
0: Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. Yeah.
1: The ones called Pretty Boy Floyd, now known as Money. <laughs> right, is about right. about to keep on being undefeated, I'm thinking, right?
0: I don't even I don't even think he care about the undefeated part. I think right now it's just more money. He know it's gonna draw money because he's doing it, plus the other guy, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, I know they're going plus like I say, when you hear about numbers eighty million plus, hey, who's not excited?
1: And to put it into perspective as far as the age difference alone. So okay, forget the tail of the tape as far as the height, the reach, all that stuff. Floyd Mayweather had already started his professional boxing career by the time Logan Paul was born. <laughs> Let's just put that right out there, right then and there. He's 18 years his senior. And, of course, Floyd got the money. He's got the cars. He's got the belts. All that stuff already in there. But I wouldn't this even fight, care. This fight is just going to be exhibition, obviously, right? Right.
0: But I, so, what am I fighting for?
1: Obviously, any, any way for Floyd Mayweather to make this He's just having fun. To make this happen, to get some more dollars in his pocket. And he needs something
0: to do. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's what it is. He's a rich man, needs something to do.
1: I mean, at 43 years old, you probably could start doing a whole bunch of things. I think he already has a gentleman's club out there. That's what I'm saying. He
0: just, he's just bored. <laughs> he's, he's one of those <laughs> that's bored, and you need something to do. So, hey, okay, why not?
1: And now we got this fight coming up next February. Hopefully, everything is okay, because I feel like we've gotten a little bit better as far as getting fans back into the boxing world inside because that's one of the things you actually miss from watching boxing. Like, football, they've been obviously trying to do the funneling uh, crowd noises. But we haven't seen any of that from boxing. It's just pretty much been an empty gym, right? So we actually saw some fans of these most recent fights. And now you're able to say, okay, maybe in February we can start getting closer to that. We don't know yet. Well,
0: that's cool. You know, the vaccine, uh, right? just for uh, current events, the vaccine has been shipped out. Because that it's is pretty its big
1: in the that is pretty big in the world of sports. If we can all get back, until then, right. wear masks and uh, keep washing your hands right. and you stay.
0: Now I don't know who's taking the vaccine, but right. the vaccine is is <laughs> is, is it coming will be along. At some point. And people was talking about just a side note. They was talking about uh the the shipment time, like it didn't take them very long to get the vaccine. If a person really put into perspective what's been happening, so let's just take the world has been working on this together, like the whole world, like everybody told everybody to stop what you working on. We need you to work on this. So if you think about it in that time span, the world has been working on it. It's not as fast as, you know what I'm saying? It's like the world is working on it.
1: Right.
0: It's not like, right. It's not like you working on it and I'm working on cancer and this person working on this, this person. No, the world is working on the epidemic or the pandemic, whatever they want to call it. It's going on with Corona. The world is working on it. So Anyway, and but-
1: the world of sports has been affected by it. We just saw some more games get rescheduled from the NFL. We can probably knock on wood now and hope that the rest of the season goes according to plan. Got to so we had the uh Cowboys and Ravens game get rescheduled. Oh, you mean from the thing? Okay, so yeah. Because of the Cowboys and oh, sorry, because of the Ravens and Steelers game being rescheduled. Because of a COVID outbreak within the right. Ravens organization, I think what we said last time, like maybe two thirds of the team, right, it was had gotten, a lot of people. yeah, including the star quarterback, the former, MVP, sorry, yeah. reigning MVP, yeah, Lamar, Lamar do Jackson, more like that, yeah, and we didn't, <laughs> and we didn't see anything with those extra days of rest. We didn't see anything good at all from RG
0: three. The Steelers you, defense, you, you at know that what time though? You know what? You know what? Found out. Good. If you're a Baltimore fan, you found out your team got some heart you down 18, 19 players, and they still came out there and they balled. They did whatever they could. No practice time. People were catching cramps all over the place. Right. And they, and they did their thing. Uh, RG3, man, I've never met a player to the degree who could not protect themselves ever. He was running. He made a run, and he was running. He The guy was grabbing on him. He jumped, did a pirouette, and banged his head on the ground. I'm like, man, how you do that? How you do that? So see, he...
1: That's some of the things you don't necessarily see in players when they come out of college. They might have had a little injury here or there in college, or maybe <laughs> you can go back to high school days. But going into the league, obviously, we always preach that, okay, it's a different ball game. It's a little faster pace. It's a little harder hidden. But you don't really expect a player to come out and be like that. When we saw him go to Washington early in his career, obviously, we thought he was going to be, what we I guess, what we see in Lamar Jackson now, what we see in a lot of these smaller but faster guys who can play the the field versatile.
0: You ain't even got but you ain't even gotta go forward. You can go back. <laughs> Round of Cunningham, yeah, Vick, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Can, ain't nobody been like this. <laughs> ain't nobody <laughs> been like this.
1: And now the Ravens team as a whole, they've got a a nice little way to to um I guess work back from. They are reigning back to back division champs. Now right. granted those two years they didn't make it very far as far as the ultimate goal.
0: Looking outside in the playoffs though right now. As but right now, now
1: you're looking at Cleveland. The last time they had a better record than the Ravens would have been their first year in existence? Of no, I'm sorry, the first year of the AFC North. So that was two thousand two.
0: Okay, that's when they went to the playoffs. With right. Tim Couch. Yeah. See, I remember So all
1: that. <laughs> the Ravens obviously back then did not make the playoffs after coming off the, the Super Bowl.
0: That wasn't after Super Bowl. It was
1: two years after Super Bowl? Yeah. yeah, it was two years yeah, that after Super Bowl. Yeah, was a year or so after Super Bowl, yeah. So, that was the first year we had the AFC North Division, and that was the last time that they had a better record than the Ravens. I mean, we haven't seen the Cleveland Browns be anything anywhere close to that since 07. They had a, an actual winning record. And now this year, they're about to have a winning record. Yeah. So, now what does Baltimore do to actually try to say, okay, we can see Steelers, obviously, even though they've had their struggles here as of late. What do we do to make sure we make ourselves back in these playoffs? Because like I said, they were there last year. You just got to
0: take care of stuff game by game. Uh, the Steelers right now looking well, I said this before, even though when they was 11 and 0, they were it was a couple of games in there where they could have lost. They didn't look 11 and0, and uh, they just happened to be to win those games, but they didn't look like an 11 and0 undefeated juggernaut of a team. They just happened to be undefeated. So
1: yeah, and now they have clinched the, clinched the playoffs.
0: They did, even though Buffalo beat them last night.
1: But you played against teams like the Cowboys without Dak.
0: They should have. Hold on, hold on. Don't say that. The Cowboys should have won that game. They (laughs) could have. (laughs) Could (laughs) have.
1: Like you said, razor-thin margins. They beat the Titans by three. They beat the Ravens uh, by four the first time around. And then by five the second time around. So a lot of those games are really a whole lot to talk about. You start off your season saying Giants, Broncos, Texans, Eagles and Browns, I'm sorry, Browns, you didn't really expect them to not go 5-0 and starting off, right? Then you start running to a little of these harder teams like the Titans and the Ravens games. Like you said, they struggled a little bit. The Cowboys uh, in Arlington. But necessarily, like you said, now they're starting to see a lot of these tougher opponents like the Bills, who are playoff-bound again, who have right. been coming along for quite some time right now. They got an extra piece in um, the wide receiver. Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs. Once they again, for. 200 receptions on the year.
0: 200.
1: 200 receptions on the year and counting. No. Uh-huh. Yes, he has.
0: He does not have 200 receptions. He does not. First of all, how many receivers you know had 200 receptions in a season? <laughs> he ain't He ain't got 200 receptions, okay? I'm sorry, 100, 100 <laughs> receptions. I got ahead of myself right there because
1: <laughs> I think he's, he's probably going to be on pace for that. They make the playoffs.
0: <laughs> I think Marvin Harrison owns the record for 143.
1: Yeah, I got a little ahead of myself right Hundred and forty three,
0: hundred and forty seven, somewhere in there.
1: He's got over a thousand yards as expected. Not doing too much in right. the actual scoring department, but he still is the major factor right there on that team.
0: Right. They they finally have the number one receiver. That's what they, they was missing last year.
1: And then going back to the Steelers, they their first loss of the season came against the Washington, Washington Redskins.
0: Washington Redskins, who's – oh, I'm sorry. Washington football team. I say Redskins, my bad. Uh Washington football team. Oh, man, that name. That front, that front uh, <laughs> right. The front, but well, they got a defense anyway. Right. They got a they got a top notch defense. Now the offense, eh? But they got a top notch defense. And right now, Alex Smith banged up. If he can't go next week, they probably gonna lose next week yeah. unless the defense just hold it down and score all the points. Cause Dwayne Haskins, I'm sorry, he, I'm, I'm a, I was a fan, but uh, he hasn't developed into who they thought he would be. So yeah, and that yeah.
1: game with James Conner being out, they held the Pittsburgh Steelers to 21 yards rushing. They didn't do too much on the ground themselves. It wasn't really a high-scoring game, but for what it's worth, they still came out of there with the W, like the letter on their helmets. Or <laughs> yeah, the, a W, the hats, wherever the W is. Something. That's, yeah. the, that's right. It's the numbers on the helmets. That keeps on getting me every time. I just can't believe a team actually would go with numbers on the helmets. <laughs> <laughs> like but the 1950s, huh? <laughs> looking, looking forward to the Steelers' rest of the season, I mean, they could still obviously – fight for that number one seed that the Chiefs just took after they lost, after the Steelers just lost, the Chiefs regained that number one seed right Right. there. Right, I
0: don't think Pittsburgh will get the number one seed.
1: They got the Bengals, again,
0: who looked pretty horrible yesterday. They look, man, they look so bad. The Cowboys look good playing them (laughs) juggies. You know what I'm talking about? And the Cowboys last in the NFC East, but yeah.
1: And the Colts is the game after that, right after Christmas, and then uh, going into the new year, playing against those Cleveland Browns we just mentioned. So, They They can can lose. They can easily exactly. So they could easily lose two those two games, and then put the Chiefs in a good position where they can stay the number one seed. Because as we know this year, there will be only one number one seed in both divisions, Sorry, both conferences. The Chiefs on their own though, they have a nice little road ahead. They got to go play the Saints, who pretty much are mad right now. They just lost to the Philadelphia Eagles. Now granted, both teams had backup quarterbacks, but we I guess we figure out which backup quarterback actually could lead the division. Well, we'll talk about and lead their team. One of them backup quarterbacks a little later,
0: but. No, the Saints, man, the Saints, it's the, it's the second loss, right? Or the third? The
1: third loss. And they could be okay. having uh, Drew Brees come back on the field next right.
0: week. I'm, I'm, you know, people lose. Stuff happens. I think they'll be fine. Honestly, that's yeah, what I, I feel. They'll be fine.
1: Ending out the season, they've got the Falcons and the Chargers. So, we already know the Chargers have been eliminated from playoff contention as well as the Falcons. Either one of the yeah. teams could pretty much say, hey, we're going to try to play spoiler and make sure you don't get that number one uh, seed in the, in the um." NFC. In the NFC, because we still have a lot of good teams
0: right now, trying to Green battle Bay. for that one. Yeah, right now Green, Green Bay is holding yeah, that Bay spot. Took that one. I don't think they're going to finish with it either, but, you know, we'll see.
1: Green Bay sitting at 10-3. and three. Obviously, they've got a good stronghold in their division right now. They only lost one divisional game. I mean, where do you think that number one seed comes out of? Because we've got still got a good race right now in the NFC West, like we talked about before, where we don't have anybody not necessarily getting knocked out of it. Um, Seattle had it for a little bit, then the Rams took it back.
0: The Rams, to me, right now, is playing the most complete of a team—offense, defense, special teams.
1: That's correct. That's correct. Uh,
0: so I can see I, that. You know, yeah, the Rams. Yeah, I would give it to the Rams. And uh, then, the if, Ra- if it came well, down to it,
1: we should see a pretty good matchup right there because the Rams do have to play the Seahawks and then the Cardinals right after they take care of the Jets, who once again. Did us a favor and just said, "Hey, just go ahead and give him Trevor Lawrence right now if they want Justin Fields. Just go ahead and give him. No, right who would they
0: play? They played uh Seattle, right? Last week. I mean, yeah. Uh, Seattle's a, a big favorite in that game. Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the Jets have a lot of question marks, right? But they play hard. Now, I, don't, I didn't see the game yesterday. I'm not sure how it, out of hand it got like early on. I don't know. I know those points came later or earlier, but. They play hard. They do play hard. They just can't find a way to win.
1: I think for the one of the first times, the Seahawks actually had a lead, leading rusher there that wasn't their quarterback. So for what it's worth, Chris Carson had seventy six on the ground and a touchdown. We saw Geno Smith a little bit after the, the game got kind of yeah, right like out of hand third, a little bit. Yeah, third quarter. But Russell Wilson, no sacks. He got picked off one time, which seems to be a common. Now see, that says a, a lot. That says him. a
0: lot that he got no sacks because right. he's been getting sacked all exactly, season. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so he's
1: been pretty much having to run for his life, but he got. DK Metcalf, who just celebrated a birthday, actually, he's 23 now. And uh, between DK and Lockett, he's been pretty much making those guys superstars right now.
0: Well, DK is a bad man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I will say that DK is a bad man. I mean, he's still young. It's his second year, man. Yeah, he's yeah. a bad man. He's already a bad man. So yeah, so he's he just gotta stay, just keep doing what he's doing, and the rest of take take care of rest.
1: And we talked about the NFC least earlier in this year, right? When we only had like what. Three wins among all the teams at one point. At one point, yes. We talked about how the Cleveland Browns had more more wins than them. Here, as of late, the past four weeks, the NFC East actually has a record of 9-6. and six. Now, granted, that's coming off um, Washington now being on, what, four games in a row winning?
0: Yeah. Washington, that's I told you, the Washington looks pretty good. The
1: Giants just had their, what, three or four-game uh, winning streak snapped. Yeah,
0: they lost yesterday to the Cardinals, I believe.
1: And... Of course the bottom of the two of the barrel of that would be the Cowboys, the Cowboys and, just beating um yeah. what do we talk about the Cowboys just beating Bengals. The Bengals. That? And then the big upset because of a quarterback change, or maybe not, was the Philadelphia Eagles beating the number one defense in the league, right? That was the big story of the town right there. Okay. So here's my theory behind this, and a lot of people might feel me on this.
0: Or they might not. Come on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when we saw uh, Nick Foles take over for Carson Wentz in their playoff eventual Super Bowl winning year, right? This is two years ago, right? Two years ago. Okay. So 2018, yeah. 17? 17, so okay. almost three, four full three seasons ago when Carson went down and Nick Foles came in and led him to the playoffs and eventually got that Lombardi trophy, right? Okay. They tailored the offense around Nick Foles because they knew he wasn't at that time, quote-unquote, the same kind of quarterback as Carson Wentz.
0: So they say that they tailored around. That's why I said, so quote, they quote. say, so they say, okay, continue.
1: I, I don't know if it was any. what could have been done differently there. So a lot of the team got together and probably said, Hey, you know what? We got this backup guy in here. We don't know what he's going to bring to the table. He seems like he knows what he wants to do here, but we've got to all rally around special teams, um, defense receivers better start catching. If you're not catching now <laughs> running backs, you better start trying to find that hole and run. And a lot of those guys pulled that team together. Like I said, okay. the defense wasn't that good in the Super Bowl because obviously you had a Patriots offense get 500 yards on the ground and in the air. Hey, so for what is worse, well, it's worth, it's the still, last game of the season, just giving up the win. Okay. <laughs> they still, they still <laughs> roughed it out, right? So now I feel the same thing with Jalen Hurts. You had a Philadelphia Eagles team who had, I think, their are 12 different starting lineup on the offensive line. Yeah, and you've had been shuffling. Yeah, wide receiver issues where you thought Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson was the saviors, and then you even drafted Rager. Out of right. TCU.
0: And none of them they don't feel out at the same time. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and then the run game has even been a question as well because their attack hasn't been as balanced. You fall behind in some games, you just decide okay. you want to go through the air, or you got too happy with the run and this decide you want to go to the passing game a little bit, and you end, end up with Carson Wentz getting all these turnovers. And now because of his lack of play, you put Jalen Hurts in there, and I think you have that same thing come back again where it's like, hey, guys, we got to rally around this young dude. We don't want him to. To feel like, hey, my first NFL start was horrible because this. I don't feel like that.
0: I disagree with you on that wholeheartedly. Okay. Um. Well, let me start here. I tell you what Jalen Hurts does that Carson Wentz does not. Oh, there's a lot. Well, <laughs> well, I'm just saying one thing. When you look at the game yesterday, is one thing.
1: He told Mariucci he got freaky. That's what he does. <laughs> he told him that he said I get freaky. So we can Who said that. that, Hurts? Hurts said that to Steve Mariucci <laughs> before he got drafted. But go ahead.
0: He did okay i remember I remember, I remember that okay no uh watching the game watching the game he gives the receiver a chance like even if you're not really necessarily open but I'm not going to throw the ball away I'm just gonna throw it up and see i'm gonna throw it away, but it's a way where if you don't get it nobody's, nobody's gonna, gonna get it. it right so he gives the receiver a chance I don't think uh Carson this season. Well, yeah, was giving the receivers a chance. And on those t- times when he was or whatever, he was holding the ball so long that he was taking sacks. And that's Jalen didn't take sacks either. Like, and that's you know. something
1: that I obviously saw a big difference of. I didn't know. I thought it was kind of 50-50 with Jalen Hurts or the offensive line. Once again, with guys just trying to string together, they were like, OK, do we want to see Carson come back out here and stink it up? Because they had a 17 nothing lead at halftime. So right. do we want to see Carson come back out here and stick it up? So at that second half, it's like, hey, <laughs> we haven't let the quarterback get hit all game except for one penalty that was called uh, roughing the passer. He had no sacks all game. That offensive line that I just talked about that has they been a revolving they door, thing. they pulled it together. Right. But and he also take, got rid of the ball. Did it take him 13 games to finally get it get it together? They did. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he
0: Well, like I said, he also got rid of the ball. And – and on top of that, they had a run game that they haven't had in all season.
1: And see, that's something that I still disagree with right there. Why? So, <laughs> if you take away the big dash that yeah, Miles Sanders Miles had, had uh-huh. he was pretty much left with 33 yards. He had an 82-yard just out of nowhere, just took off and went with it. Uh-huh. And now he is capable of that. He did it early in the year. Right. But if you took that one away, he has 13 carries, 33 yards. Okay. So, minus that one, he had just still been trying to get his little chips and chunks wherever he could. But not necessarily that big of a factor until that play. Now Jalen Hurts on the ground
0: yeah, the on is hunts. where
1: they they made a big difference. You don't expect Carson Wentz or even pray that he would even try to do that because you know he's gonna get hurt at some point. Well, that's a different <laughs> that's, that's
0: a different story. But,
1: eh, uh, uh. And to all the all the Jalen Hurts fans out there, obviously this is I'm still, one of them. This is still a good story. For being benched. Man, where he came from, For dude. being benched and everything. And the obviously national getting his championship game, in his rookie year.
0: The national championship game that he played in the last, I think it was the last one, I believe, was the last one. Uh, when he got benched for You're Tua right. against Georgia. He could not throw the ball. They had to put Tua in. And then, to speak from his character. So he said he wasn't going to transfer. He backed up Tua the next year. Tua got hurt. He came in. The next year he transferred and he became a Heisman finalist. Dude, and to come to where you came from, when they drafted him, I was like, yo, his story, man.
1: And now looking on the other side of the field, that same game, Taysom Hill. Of course, this was his first loss. This was his first loss of an actual start.
0: Well, the Eagles defense had five sacks. They stepped exactly.
1: up. So once again, what did you just say? they stepped up right so now okay not because of him Where, where's, where's all this been they had two turnovers in the same game this is a team that couldn't even get a turnover to save their life not what? even if they went to a bakery you know why
0: you know why <laughs> they was in the game the offense could move the ball they didn't look and so inept on offense
1: i feel like a lot of that got inspired by the play of jalen hurts obviously if you go up 17 nothing against any team you expect that right but going back to the first game of the season, they had a 17-0 lead against the Washington football team and completely got obliterated the second half. I don't, I don't know if Jalen Hurts, obviously that, that would have been his first game. Let's say Carson Wentz didn't even play that game either and they put Jalen Hurts in in that game. I don't think Jalen Hurts does that against against the Washington defense the way they've been coming along, especially now. Because they went on a tear on Carson Wentz. I think they had six sacks in that, in that first game, and that all came in the third quarter. Right. So necessarily, well, I well, don't know if...
0: Well, like I say, Carson's been holding the ball, too. Absolutely. So, you know.
1: Absolutely. Every, and then at that
0: point, he didn't have Alshon. Alshon hadn't played.
1: Every third down, I see a move where he's trying to do what he did against Washington in years past, where he kind of ducked under the coverage or duck yeah. under someone Sometimes and all, all of a sudden make a Houdini. It hasn't worked as of late, and I think that's what cost him his job. Especially.
0: I don't think that cost him his job. When they drafted Jalen Hurts, I said they was, they was in trouble. I felt like, I told you, I had a source close to me. When they got Vic, he told me, he said, McNabb is in trouble. They finna get rid of that boy Vic gonna be their starting quarterback. It happened. I had that same feeling when Jalen got got drafted. I said, yo, Carson Wentz in trouble. Maybe because of production or hurt or whatever the situation is, he's in trouble. But that also leads to, yeah, they won. What you going to do with, 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 with Carson? You can't really get rid of him. You owe him like, what, is it $80 million left on the contract? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. So, it, well, you could try to trade him. I don't think anybody will pick him up at this point. But you could write him off and just straight cut him, hear your $80 million and cut him. But I don't know. I don't know what you're going to do. You and, have a, you know.
1: And it's kind of funny that this all came to, uh, I guess, fruition because we had a conversation about this early in the year when the actual draft pick got made, that second-round draft pick to grab Jalen Hurts when – The Eagles had a lot more issues going on. Like we said, right now, the offensive line, they overall went for a whole lot of speed and a lot of good wide receivers in that draft. And we talked about it and I said, well, I feel like it's a, I feel like it's an insurance policy because we knew Carson's injury history. We knew that he has had some struggles, but I felt like given the opportunity, this was a good way for Jalen Hurts to get a big contract elsewhere. Let's say right now these these four games because he probably will be finishing out the season right now. Right. Whether they make the playoffs or not, that's up to went up to Wentz because Wentz lost those games, right? So I wouldn't say that, but it's just a,
0: <laughs> it's just the way stuff happens. But okay. So if
1: Jalen Hurts proves himself in these four games right here, we got a lot of quarterback needy teams coming up next next year.
0: You're not gonna trade Jalen Hurts.
1: That's what that's one option though.
0: You're not gonna you just drafted him. The only only person I can think of right now, the only person in history who I can go back in history who got drafted by a team and traded to the next team is Josh Rosen when he got drafted by Arizona and traded to Miami, which where is he now, and Brett Favre back in 1990-whatever got drafted by Atlanta and got traded to Green Bay. So now
1: (laughs) now let's go to the other side of things then. You owe Carson all this money, so I guess neither quarterback is getting traded at this point. Right. Because the way I see it, like I talked about before, He could possibly go into Indy. Who? Carson.
0: That's right, because they got Frank White. Well, they might trade for him. They
1: might. Not only has the Eagles offense sputtered out since that Super Bowl run, Frank Reich obviously got a head coaching job out of it.
0: Indianapolis, right.
1: And that could be a potential hole for Carson. Are they willing to pay that kind of money? I mean, obviously the Eagles aren't going to get anything back for it. That was a former first-round pick that they obviously traded a bunch of pieces for to the Cleveland Browns to get that pick to move up in the draft. And Those now, pieces are gone. First of all, go, them pieces
0: are irrelevant at this point in time. Don't <laughs> even don't even bring them pieces up. That was History now, is done. That's five
1: years and ago. And now you do this. And this is another look, way to look at it, too. So, okay, coming off that Super Bowl year, Carson did not win that Super Bowl, right? He was on that Super Bowl roster, but he did not win you that game. Okay. You he, had the 30-second pick overall, and what did you do with it? You traded it to uh, the Baltimore Ravens for Lamar Jackson. So you could potentially have had a player like a Jalen Hurts that we're about to see already on your roster and got rid of Carson before you even gave him this big contract.
0: Why would you do that when the guy was balling?
1: He was balling, but then he had an ACL, so it's kind of like this Dak Prescott injury right now. Where it's like, okay, no, I it's not. No, it's not. Hope no, I not. Can hope no. That he's gonna come back.
0: No, first of all, hold up, hold <laughs> up, hold up. Dak has a dislocated ankle. Okay, he broke his ankle. Not the same thing as a torn ligament right. that needs surgery. <laughs> it's a bone. Okay, it's a bone at the, at the, at the joint level where it where it bends. You're good. He's gonna be fine
1: and that's where we kind of go into the i guess the Andrew Luck side of things now. Okay, so you're talking about the physical aspect of it, you're talking about the rehab aspect of it. What about the mental capacity part of it? Cuz I feel like that's what is being tested a lot with Carson Wentz right now. Let's say he never gets his starting job back. Okay. Where does he move on to after I mean, you're going to be paid well, a lot of money, right? No. But do you no. just retire like Andrew Luck and say, "You know what? I don't no. want to do
0: this again?" First of all, there are a lot of there are a lot of options for Carson. If they cut him, which they could do, they have to eat the money and give him his 80, 60 million dollars, whatever they're owed to him. Here you go. Take your money, go elsewhere. They could do that. It's a bunch of options. First of all, Chicago needs a quarterback. Mr. Bisky is not, not it. Uh, there are a lot of teams. Uh, okay. Let's say the jets don't take Trevor Lawrence or don't get the first pick. The jets, uh, who else, who else need, it? it's a lot of teams that need quarterbacks. Quarterbacks is, is yeah. <laughs> it's always going to be... The Washington, Washington right now. They, they, they could use one they, right now. If right. You speak. So, you know, hey, it's a lot to, he, he has options. It's just, he has to just understand you got options and somebody wants you. So, and moving
1: back to the overall division itself, not only was this Eagles upset over the Saints a pretty big deal for this division. Of course, they're late to the party at this point, but...
0: Everybody wanted the division. We, we, talked about, lost.
1: we talked about Washington beating the Steelers. We talked about the Eagles being the Saints like I said but even the Giants pulling the upset on the Seahawks which obviously like I said helped the Rams catapult themselves into that number one seed right now in their division okay sorry number one spot in in their division so overall like I said it seems like a lot of this football season has been a lot of unexpected stuff we had three new head coaches in that division itself right just by itself right we had a crazy, devastating injury to Dak Prescott. Now we have this quarterback controversy going on in Philly. So it's not worth? devastating, worried.
0: bro. He just broke his ankle. <laughs> you keep saying <laughs> that, but I'm... Bro, I'm telling you, <laughs> he just broke his ankle. <laughs> until, he, until
1: he walks back on that football field and runs on that football field. Because we talked about it earlier this year. That's pretty much part of his game, right? He's not a pocket passer all the time. He, run, he throws on the run. Dak will be fine. <laughs> we'll see.
0: It's not an ACL. It's not an Achilles. It's not nothing like that. It's a broke bone yeah you might need some some uh some stuff to keep it straight to why it heals, but you're good you're good
1: and now going on to some other news something that kind of i guess you could say something that kind of i didn't i didn't expect it, but we could see it coming. We had LeGarrette blunt finally announce his retirement in uh, out of the league
0: wow uh I haven't seen him in like how many years
1: <laughs> but see that's the thing you said you haven't seen him in that many years, but what he did since being on that Pittsburgh Steelers roster. I don't know if you remember this, but there was a preseason Pittsburgh game Pittsburgh Steelers or Buccaneers? Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: When was he on Pittsburgh Steelers? That's right, they, try, they cut him. That's right, because he hit him. him. And, uh, Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell. Got Bell. Got him so right. that's what I was getting right. back to right okay. now.
1: Since that infraction right there, if you will, because he didn't right. get any any kind of um, any kind of reprimand from law enforcement for his actions that okay. day. That was more Le'Veon Bell's side of the thing. And that's which, guess which running back they kept on that roster?
0: Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell. Bell.
1: Right. And where's Le'Veon Bell now? In Kansas City. On a potential championship team. Right. What's the problem? Since then, Le'Garrette Blunt has won three championships. Right. What's the problem? He won two of them back to back years with the Steelers with the, and the Eagles. Yeah. So since then. Not Steelers.
0: Uh, I'm sorry. Patriots the and Patriots the and the Eagles.
1: So he's won two championships with the Patriots and then that one with the Eagles. He won two, two or three? It's three.
0: So he won two, two with, with the, the Patriots, Patriots and yeah. one with the Eagles. Okay, gotcha. Okay.
1: So since that since that situation right there, what do we see different if, if Le'Garrette Blunt stays with the Pittsburgh Steelers that time and then they say okay we don't really need Le'Veon Bell with his diva attitude and his want for money obviously everybody wants money but that pretty much drew a big wedge between him and that franchise right we can honestly say that he went to the Jets for God's sake
0: that wasn't the issue with them with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Le'Veon Bell it wasn't money I mean yes it was money but it was more like a a big machine little machine type deal right right so that's that's what that was but yeah but Okay. But the
1: turn that his career did after that, he could have been forgotten about. He could have ended up on that Jets team or now playing a, a, a necessarily a, a, a backup role, if you will, with Ooh, Le'Veon? LeGarrette. So going back to LeGarrette's well, career LeGarrette, after that situation.
0: Well, for first of all, LeGarrette was two different kinds of backs. LeGarrette right, was, right. was a productive regardless. I don't know why nobody wanted him after last year when he was at home or whatever. I'm like, why is he at home? The dude was productive. Now, I don't know what he got going on personally, but, you know, the dude is productive.
1: And uh, going across the league as well, we just had some announcements, I guess, in was at Santa Clara where the Niners play at, where they weren't able to play any more games in that stadium, and now they had to basically rent a home from their division Arizona, rival yeah, in Arizona. So and that's a pretty tough division in itself right I, there.
0: I didn't know they couldn't play no more games there. I thought it was just for a couple.
1: I think there's not many games left in the season really so I don't think there's any more home games for them necessarily. I know the last
0: two they've they've been in Arizona right so. so they
1: may have one more chance there but that might just get xed out as well but it was kind of an interesting situation because we finally thought, thought we were going to have a season where every team played in their own stadium not going to <laughs> not overseas, overseas anything and not going yeah. anywhere else and now we actually have someone else somebody barring in someone else's stadium and we saw some stuff like that happen I mean there's been some um, inclement weather, or like we had a situation this year with baseball, where the Toronto Blue Jays weren't even allowed to play right, in their ballpark, right. had to play in Buffalo. Play so else, right. there's been some situations like that we've seen already. But now that has pretty much lend itself into that as well. And like I said, especially being a division rival, I feel like it plays a big part in that.
0: It might, but they they had a hard season anyway. I mean, what it's it's been a crazy year, yeah, especially for them. But along with the NFC
1: yeah. East, that's one of the divisions that nobody has clinched a, a spot yet. Nobody has clinched the, the division yet, obviously, because it's such a tight race, even though we're still talking about two sides of the coin right there, because the East versus West right there is definitely a big a yeah. big difference. We've got yeah. three competitive teams, at least in the West, where I don't think any one of those teams <laughs> in the East would actually put up a good fight in their home field uh, playoff game that they're going to actually earn. I don't
0: know. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that.
1: I wouldn't count out Washington. Giants have the heart, but sometimes they may not have the talent.
0: Right, exactly. They're missing talent. Right.
1: Exactly. The Cowboys look good in spurts. I mean anybody could be beat up on the Bengals, right? I mean <laughs> the Bengals <laughs> only got three wins. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not gonna be not gonna be something to really go crazy. I'm sorry, Cowboy fans, but just that's just the way it is this year.
0: I see. And the uh Raiders just uh, fired their defensive coordinator.
1: Yeah, which a lot of people probably saw coming for a while there. They give him some pretty big numbers in some games. I mean, yes, I think it was the final nail in the coffin, giving a forty four to Phillip Rivers. You almost gave him as many touchdowns as he has kids. So and there's that part.
0: <laughs> well see, I didn't I didn't know because uh, when he first when I first heard the news I was like, man, why are they firing dude? Like they I haven't known him to have like a terrible defense. So, you know. But then looking up you know the numbers and stuff like that. They gave up like a forty point here, thirty four back to back here. It's like okay, I got it. So okay, but yeah, Rob Marinelli takes over though. Not sure about that. But, yeah, it you might know, not be we'll an see. upgrade in that department yeah. necessarily. And so we'll see about that. Uh, Good luck, Raiders.
1: <laughs> and um, switching everything, I guess, to the NBA now.
0: Yeah, this news with uh James Harden, and uh. So
1: we've been tracking that for a while now. Obviously, there's been a. a a Christmas uh, wish list, if you will, for James Harden to go to some certain teams. He wouldn't mind going to Philly, wouldn't go to Miami or Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee. they should trade him. Yeah, I feel like if you got a bad seat in house, if he really is being vocal or, I mean, he hasn't come out himself on social media or otherwise, but there I have would, been reports that obviously he's speaking to someone, someone right. is reporting the stuff, it's made it to Wojnowski, so. I would trade him.
0: I would trade him. And I wouldn't care where he wanted to go. Does he have no trade clause? No. I would trade him. <laughs>
1: So I don't care where you want to go. This would be a, a complete overhaul then, right? So you had a new, a new owner a few years. They already got a new overhaul. Exactly. You've had a new owner for a few years back. James Harden has probably been the closest to a franchise player we've had in Houston for such a long time.
0: Since, uh, what, Tracy? Yow? I would say
1: Tracy and Yao days. That okay. it, it has it's really been an uphill battle, and obviously getting him as a steal from Oklahoma City to where he is now, a uh, former MVP. You try to get him help all the time. You got him... Uh, guys like Dwight Howard, you got him Russell Westbrook, you got him Chris Paul prior to that. And it just hasn't seemed like, even though seeing, looking at it on paper, I didn't see the Chris Paul and James Harden thing working as even anywhere close to what it did. But it did. We didn't get the chance to see the Westbrook thing get played out too much because obviously he got traded over for John Wall. So here's another piece to that Rockets puzzle where, what do we see actually now with John Wall and Westbrook on the same court? John Wall hasn't played a meaningful basketball game in a very long time.
0: About two years. But I like John Wall. I really like John Wall, and he's he has his old college running mate, Boogie Cousins, with him, and I like them together. Hopefully, they both can stay healthy, but I would trade James Harden, get a shooter or whatever for him, and let John Wall do what he do.
1: And so that's what it is now. So now, you're, like I said, we're thinking about a complete overhaul because we had a new coach, new GM, new obviously. Gym, new, yeah. So now do you make John Wall the new face of your franchise? And then, like you said – Trade James Harden. Now, you didn't get James Harden for much. You didn't have to really bend over backwards and do a whole lot. You haven't paid him a a king's ransom necessarily. He hasn't had a max contract with them. But
0: that's a long time ago.
1: But (laughs) what do you get back for James Harden? Because right now some reports are coming out that if he wants to go to the Sixers, they're trying to get three first-round picks and Ben Simmons. So that's kind of like if I went to my job right now and said, hey, you got to pay a million dollars or I'm leaving. They're not going to budge. So (laughs) which... Now being Daryl Morey out there in Philly, how bad do you want James Harden on your roster? Is pretty much what he's trying to tell him.
0: I feel you, and if Daryl Morey wants him that bad, that's cool. But if I'm, I'm saying if I'm Houston's GM,
1: right,
0: I'm trading dude, and I don't care where I trade him to. I'm gonna get something for him that we could use as a team collectively. Because honestly, I feel the team gelling right now. The chemistry yeah, with yeah. Boogie Wall and I feel the team. James ain't a part of that. Alright, cool. We're gonna get somebody else in here who's a part of the team concept and we're gonna do what we do.
1: And now the transition going over to actually having a big on the team too. That's a big uh a Who they got? Big difference. They've got Boogie. They've got um
0: They need somebody other than Boogie because Boogie, you know, he ain't been healthy the last couple of years. Right. But uh but yeah, um uh, I I like Boogie. Like I said, I like them together, but yeah, you get rid of James, man. I would. I would trade dude. They say he ain't been doing right. He been out partying on the Corona thing. You know, he been not wearing his mask. What so are you they, trying to uh, do? You trying recently, to get traded.
1: <laughs> they recently got Christian Wood also. Okay. He played the first uh, preseason game. He didn't play the second one, but he just came over from Detroit. So that's another big that they're actually looking at. Still not a seven-footer, if you will. Six foot ten, but still a younger, enough, I guess. Yeah. a younger player that you can obviously put out there and say, okay, we're going to get some rebounds for a
0: change. Right. I mean, yeah.
1: You've got Gerald Green coming off the bench. You've got young guys like Chris Clemens. You got Ben McLemore, who played pretty well for you in the bubble, going along with guys coming back like Danwell House. Right. I know some issues right now with PJ Tucker and his money out there in Houston because even at thirty six years old, he still feels like he should get paid pretty well. I mean he, he held he, down
0: Is he in Houston or is he somewhere? He still
1: he's back he came back the same day as James Harden. They were kinda late to the to the party, but
0: So he's mad he wants some money.
1: He wants some money. But at thirty six years old, I mean nah, obviously bro. he he showed up a lot last year playing at that, that, that five position up. for them. You got somebody like Eric Gordon you got to pay at some point, too. So there's a lot going on as far as what they can actually do right now because John Wall came for the same price as what they were going to pay Westbrook.
0: P.J. been good for a while. He's been giving them stuff for a while. Uh, we only can, I, I, I would bring P.J. in like, hey, this is what we got. I understand you want some more money. We can't give you that right now, blah, 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 blah. You want some money, where the run go? <laughs> he can go to Rondo, wherever right. Rondo is. <laughs> whoever paid Rondo, he can go with Rondo. And, you know, they do their thing. But, yeah.
1: And um, we still got to get excited about this NBA season coming up. Though. I mean, it's a few days away. I know, it's crazy. Next it's Tuesday, so I mean, crazy. Obviously, if you look at things, we're a couple months behind. But at the end of the day, we were still yeah, a couple months right into yeah. it pretty much. Yeah. When we last saw basketball being played, we've got the Lakers – possibly raising a banner in an empty arena. I'm not sure if there are actual plans to do that, but that might be the first banner raising ever in history of any sport that nobody was in attendance to actually see a thing go up. Hey if man, that does happen. Virtual. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can virtually see it. Maybe, right. maybe they can send like season ticket holders a little mini banner in the mail or something.
0: Nah, I wouldn't, <laughs> but okay.
1: <laughs> but we can't, we can't get excited about this. There's a lot of big moves that did get made. And it then, is, it is. Coming off short rest, what do you feel like a lot of these guys would be like going into? Because we saw a lot of stuff in the NFL when it first came out where they didn't have any preseason, so they necessarily had a lot of early injuries on. We kind of like tapered off. There's still a lot of big names that are dealing with some nagging injuries. Like well, we talk to guys like Drew Brees, late in the season. They're right. trying to make a playoff run. So, well, what are your thoughts as far as the NBA?
0: Well, here's the difference the NBA is not as taxing on your whole body, you know, as it is whatever. you, You, you can kind of protect yourself a little better. Yes, we wear your knees, but you can kind of protect yourself a little better. I would, and then, you know, people who go to the championship, they plan until June, right? June right. is the championship. Okay, we can take a month off. Most of the time, you're back in the gym anyway. You're, you're back in the gym, you're back shooting around, playing, whatever. So I would, from the outside looking in, I'll be concerned about the injuries, but from the inside looking out, this is what you always do. You're always in the gym, shooting around, playing, whatever. Some people never leave the gym. Yeah, And so it's just all we're doing is run them down the court like we always have. We just – the games matter. You see what I'm saying? Because so, yeah,
1: I don't think in any other sport, I don't I don't particularly expect that Chase Young after his first season this year, the first thing he'll think about when he's in in, um, <laughs> in off-season mode is to let me go hit somebody, right, or let right. me strip sack somebody. Right. But split, in basketball, yeah. it's a lot different because that is a, a good workout for a lot of those guys where they may never put down the ball. Right. Unless so. you're somebody like a, a Kevin Durant or, or a Kyrie who got injured – and you're not necessarily trying to rush back into it just just that. Well, soon. for those
0: guys who've been injured, I wouldn't rush them back. For what? We still playing. Is it 72 games? <laughs> it's uh 72, right? 72, yeah. Right. I'm not rushing them back. And plus, we had a back to backs. So even if, a, if even if a guy does come back, say because Kevin Durant played the preseason game they had right. the other day, even if a guy does does come back and you're concerned about it, I would on them back to back nights, one of them games he not playing. I'd be like, you're not playing this one. Chill out, rest. You know, whatever. Let's Load play some other
1: games. Well, <laughs>
0: well, yeah, but for him, for people like that, it's necessary, right? You know, you are coming off an injury, we don't want to rush you back into this process because we don't want you to get injured again, like Clay. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So absolutely. we don't. So we don't want that to happen. So you, I would totally say load management, and you know whatever, let the league get mad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I think there will be some kind of accountability for that, and some kind of leeway on that kind of thing. I mean. Once again, we're not having fans. It's not like you're putting yourself in one of those situations right. where that was a lot of big things. When we saw the fans those, Spurs, right. those Spurs teams that tried out their B squad half the time because they were doing load management. Right. Right now. When right. you didn't see Kawhi on some nights, it was a big deal because you had little kids come out there and say, man, this is my Tuesday night. I got school in the morning. My mom spent all this money on this ticket, right. and I can't even see Kawhi?
0: Right, but this is not the situation. Everybody's at home, so... You're not paying no money to see Kawhi or, or LeBron or whatever. So you, you can sit down.
1: Speaking of the fan experience, though, I guess the one of the most things we can get, get excited about, except, like you said, not being able to go to sports bars or the actual arenas to watch this stuff, is our favorite thing, the merchandise. Right. So we finally got all the the wrapped up stuff of the NBA. City editions. City editions. And we saw all the gear that came along with it because all they did was kind of show you the schemes of the, the jerseys before, but we were actually able to see the entire... I guess you could say a roster of all the stuff, the hats, the jackets, T-shirts, hoodies, (laughs) everything. So we saw a lot of that stuff. We got to talk a little bit about which teams we actually liked, which teams did it well, which teams pretty much just, I guess, regurgitated a a former bit of themselves. Like we talked about the Detroit Pistons and, if you will, even the Golden State Warriors. All they did was just change the color scheme a little bit of it. We had some teams kind of go off the wall, like Oklahoma – even though they kind of used their color scheme, it was a different font, different kind of, um, type of look to it. Even, uh, I guess you could say, even, I'm still looking at the list right now, trying to figure out who really did anything that would blow you out of the water, as far as top five.
0: Uh, I like San Antonio. It, it's like the, I told you about that, we talked about that. San Antonio, it went with the, uh, the warm-ups they used to have when Dave Robinson was playing. Right. I like those. I like Houston. Houston might be my favorite as far as color scheme goes. I love Houston. The, the, the oiler blue with the, right, right. <laughs> with the red. Uh,
1: I mean, if you look at the Indiana Pacers, I mean, it's pretty much a say. throwback, right? I mean, right. it's the it's the Reggie Miller days. You still got to pay homage to that. You still got to love that a whole lot. Uh, we looked at the um, the Martin Luther King ones, Atlanta. The New Orleans Pelicans, they had a pretty good, pretty good scheme with theirs as well going along with their Mardi Gras City. The Brooklyn Nets, interestingly enough, of course, they had a little splash of color to theirs this year. Right. They actually had uh, Basquiat design their, yeah. design their jerseys and uniforms, which is not something that's strange to the world of basketball. We had Diddy design the Dallas Mavericks jersey a few decades ago. That's so they, right. They that's right. The Mavs seen, one, wasn't it? With right. The, yeah. So we have seen some celebrity uh, differences there. The Lakers went with an interesting um, design on theirs.
0: That's, that's the throwback colors, right? That white the and blue, yeah, yeah the Minneapolis
1: yeah. Lakers colors. But they instead, what they did before, where they actually had the MPLS on there. They decided to go with the actual current day logos, Lakers, with just them. a different thing. So if you're not necessarily a fan of the purple and gold scheme, but you are a LeBron fan, you decide <laughs> I like that white and blue, then you'll go with that one instead. I.
0: I, I. I, I I don't like Orlando's because <laughs> it's white and orange. For people that's listening, it's white and orange. I don't like Orlando City Edition jersey. I don't like the off color, but right, you know, right. it's okay. For historical value, the Orlando, uh, the, the Orlando Magic came in existence in 1989 or 90, one of those. Yeah. They've never had orange, never. This is not something they've came up with. They've <laughs> never had orange. They've been blue, blue white, yeah, and black yeah. forever. Why would you put orange in this uniform? I don't know. The and city like, is orange. Orange uh I guess Florida the does Sunshine
1: t- State, so I guess they wanted to go with okay,
0: something. Okay, maybe. Okay. And, and a
1: lot of these teams, <laughs> a lot of these teams and franchises didn't even come out with any specific reason as to why they went with what they went with. So we we just got to try to play our own little game right now and try to figure out what it is cuz the Toronto Raptors jerseys I, I want to say that's some kind of reminiscent of something they've had before in the past, right? Um
0: that
1: Toronto it looks no. like a like a raptor scratched the the word Toronto in the jersey.
0: Well, yeah, the font. But, right, right, but, right. Uh, as far as the color scheme, the, the... color scheme in the jersey number, no. Yeah. So yeah.
1: The DC, uh, the Washington Wizards, they kind of went patriotic with theirs, but you can't hate. Kind of a throwback logo.
0: I like Milwaukee's. The 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 bluish, the right, b- right. different tone blue. I like that.
1: And some of these teams actually went all out. Like, we obviously know Denver to be a little flashy with theirs, with their skyline across the mountains, pretty much laid across there. Um, some of these teams were a little bit simpler with theirs, if you will, because, like, Sacramento, we saw the Sacktown jersey. I'm not sure what that's paying homage to as far as the color scheme, because we talked about it before.
0: That's their old colors, I believe. Okay. The, like they, had, they had, like, raw blue. When they were the Royals, I believe, what they were. They were the true, Royals. True, they, yeah, true. they, they, they had the, the blue and. Yeah. Historical content right now. Historical content. Absolutely. We, <laughs> we talked
1: about Boathouse Road with the Philadelphia Sixers. And, of course, the Desert for um, the Desert Sunrise look for the, the Phoenix Suns. So that looks pretty good on their jersey as well. But then we, still, we talked about some of these teams that just had some pretty simple stuff. I mean, we don't ex- ever expect the Boston Celtics to go anywhere outside of the the Clover or the actual word Celtics. <laughs> so they just went with the banner look, which is obviously something. Right. That, I don't right. know if it was a shot at the Lakers. Like, hey. You guys may have gotten 17, but we've been here already, so <laughs> <laughs> that, it, that's pretty much what that jersey looks like is their actual banner they have hanging in their, uh, in their arenas. I don't like
0: Minnesotas. It looks plain. Who is the Valley? Who is that?
1: That would be uh, the Phoenix Suns I just talked okay, about. Okay,
0: so yeah, I like that one. I like Denver. I know Denver is like a play on their old uniform. Right, that's what they right. used to have uh, back when um, ooh, Nick Van Axel and them play for him if I Absolutely. can get that right. Yeah. Uh, so
1: yeah, <laughs> LA, LA just kind of flip flops with the uh, with the Clippers. They were white on black. Not if you got sorry. They were black they were, on white. Yeah. Now they got white on black jerseys. I, I don't. Whoever. Miami once again did this change the same look for their Vice City look and just changed yeah, like the color you playing GTA on this thing, right, man. Right. GTA
0: gets some love. Like you playing. I'm telling you the the the, the, the fuchsia and the baby blue looking so I, stuff. I don't yeah. know if it's
1: really if it's really that easy to do a top five for all this but uh, I can definitely tell fans around if you have a specific team you might want to check out some of their gear because some of the hoodies and T-shirts are selling fast because they've actually got better looks than the jerseys
0: do. Right, right now. <laughs> some of the city stuff for the for the other apparel that aren't jerseys are very nice. Uh, i see some jackets and a couple of hats.
1: Especially since what, what I've noticed up. is uh, the jerseys are kind of limited to just a few players. I've seen some teams where they have at least like three players, but then some teams where I've only seen one star player actually get that that city edition jersey for sale.
0: Yeah, well, you know, it ain't came out yet. You know, we they just not getting back to work too. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, so, right. And <laughs> so, so yeah. I know a
1: lot of what I've heard from a lot of women around uh, the basketball world, the basketball fans, is that we need some women's city edition jerseys, right? Because what, what these jerseys, mean? these jerseys are limited release only, right? It's only for this season, right? And these only come in, I think, a youth and an adult sizes. So the women's actual cut that they've just started doing not too long ago okay. for women's NBA jerseys, they're not available for these city edition jerseys. So a lot of women out there are just having to do this long jerseys like they used to do back in the early 2000s when <laughs> everybody was wearing long basketball jerseys.
0: Jersey dress. Throwback. <laughs> <So> exactly. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah.
1: And now some uh, more interesting news, I guess, in the baseball world because we're not really going to be talking a lot of baseball stuff until we get close to the baseball season. Baseball season, yeah. It's kind of a dry spell right now with baseball. We had a a late champion, I guess, if you will. It kind of was on schedule, but still because of the delay in their season, it wasn't right, a full right, season. But right. The uh, Cleveland, the Cleveland baseball team. I hope we don't have no, to call them that. No, no, please. Well, please. we can't we can't refer to him as the other one. I think we might as well get a head start right now and not call them the Indians. No, anymore.
0: no, I have to call them for that in reference to tell the people we're not gonna call them that. <laughs> so right now the Cleveland Indians are gonna go with the Indians until twenty twenty one. The twenty twenty one season is still well, gonna be, be called the Cleveland season, Indians. Right, it's gonna be their last season as the Cleveland Indians. Please, Cleveland, since you're doing this and you know you're doing this as well as us, please can you not go with Cleveland baseball team. As long as you don't do that, whatever you come up with, I'm pretty sure we will be happy as a fan base. Do not do Cleveland baseball team. That would suck.
1: And they have and they have went a, a, a ways away. Hopefully they had some more time than the Washington football team did to actually come up with more. Well, that's what I'm more. saying, yeah. Because this franchise has been around for a long time. They've been out, out here for 105 years going as the same thing. But they haven't won a championship in 72 years. So I don't think anybody outside of Cleveland is really ro- rooting for these Indians. I feel. But they have already replaced the Chief logo that they yeah, wore the in their Wa- hats. Yeah, the, the Wahoo. 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 Yeah. So that's Chief Wahoo, he's been absent from the hats and jerseys for quite a while now, right. where they just decided to go with the regular C on their stuff. And of course, there are some fans who are traditionalists who like the original stuff. I mean, they probably got a tatted on them. Right. Their grandparents probably already right. had that logo already burnt into everybody's Um, Christmas sweater and brain. Yeah. yeah, So it's, it's, it's a long time coming. I mean, you still see a lot of, uh, Washington Redskins fans that have that logo. Like I said, tatted, or it might have the, the banners at home or all the old gear. You don't want to just go away from all that.
0: Well, you know what, at the, at the, at the ground of it, it's a part of the history. So it's not going to actually go anywhere. I mean, it's a part of their history. So when you look up Cleveland Indians, whatever, and they bring to the Wikipedia page. It's going to be Cleveland Indians, whatever. And they're going to tell you this year they changed the name and this year they became whoever. Right, right. Like the stats and statistics and the Hall of Fame players who play for them are still going to be Time that. that right, right, right. So it's it's not like it's, you I'm know, interested to
1: see how how soon this goes across to the other leagues because obviously these were more of, if, they, if you call it, they said they were derogatory terms, right? Indians and Redskins. Well,
0: it's happened before.
1: So we have teams still like the Chiefs and the Seminoles that are out there, obviously, still. But those are... Those are different. Necessarily talking about a specific uh, tribe, if you will, right. or uh, a rank, if you will, for the Chiefs, the sake of things. But the Indians and Redskins, obviously, are teams that are no longer PC anymore.
0: Right. But... uh it happened. This has happened before.
1: Absolutely. If
0: anybody remembers the Washington, Washington Bullets, Bullets, I remember that. Yeah. They said the Bullets was too vulgar or something like that, so they changed the name to the Washington Wizards as they are now. And I think so, we talked about it yeah.
1: recently too. We had the um, Tampa Bay Devil Rays, right? And they wanted to take the devil out of there, so, so just, now Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Rays, Rays, right? Even though we still have the New Jersey Devils hockey team.
0: Hey man, so different group of people. Exactly. <laughs> so.
1: Depend depending on where your fan base lies, depending on who your management is, they might shine an eye on it. Maybe some actually want to address it. I don't necessarily see those examples as being as bad as the obvious ones that we're talking about primarily. But right. for what it's worth, like I said, if you're a team that had a 72-year championship drought, I don't think anybody's really going to miss it a whole lot at this point. Maybe they might need a new change of name. <laughs> We've had some franchises that had no derogatory names change stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's true. That's true. And some teams leave and go and come, and that's how that happens. So, and that's yeah.
1: some stuff I want to get into uh, in future episodes. We got to talk about some of these teams that from these different leagues that maybe might not be in the strongest of markets, maybe not having a lot of good winning things. We've seen obviously moves of uh, teams from like Tennessee to Houston more recently than anything else. We've seen Oklahoma City, obviously, who used to be in Seattle. Seattle. Even in the WNBA, there's been a lot of, of rotations with some of these franchises that just don't make it in those areas no more. So, for what it's worth, that's something we can get into some future episodes. But once again, this has been a good episode, right? I know. It's been, it's see, been crazy. See, this episode <laughs> six, that means we're 12 weeks into the NFL. I'm sorry, 13 weeks yeah, into the NFL. Yeah, 13 weeks. And we still got a lot more football to go. Um, right. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody. Happy yeah. New Year. But next time we see y'all.
0: Will it be a New Year? Nah. It'll be almost a New it'll Year. It'll be almost a New Year. So, yeah. Thank y'all for listening. And uh, see y'all on the next one.